재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Last week, the South Korean government announced it was going to scrap a long proposed plan to build a new international airport in the southeastern region, choosing instead to push for the expansion of the existing Kimhae International Airport in Busan. Now, that might be good for... Residents of Busan, however, the residents and regional governments of the two candidate sites for the new airport, Kadok Island and Milyang in South Gyeongsang Province, they were not happy with this decision, as you can understand. Uh, they called it ineffective, uh, not feasible. Uh, obviously, some people will say that might be sour grapes, but we're going to discuss this in more detail. And there are a lot of different angles we can take. The economic argument... Uh, with Kim Hae versus not uh, the political angle to this and of course uh, the residents and how that region has sort of had this long-running saga over a new airport. Give us your thoughts. Text us at pound 1013 for 51 or send us Kakao Talk message by adding TBS EFM as a plus friend. We're here in the studio with our good friend from Hanguk University of Foreign Studies law professor Hwang Jong-uk. Professor Hwang, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening, Henry. Okay, um, we're going to get to a lot of different uh, aspects to this story. But first, the proposal by the government, this plan to expand Kimhae International Airport. How exactly, uh, what are the basic details of this? So what they're planning to do is construct a brand new runway to uh, existing Kimhae Airport. Currently, there are two runways, so this will be a third runway. And the main problem with Kimhae expanding was that, you know, it's rather windy out there, and also there are some mountains nearby. So by turning this new runway at 45 degrees, they're hoping that uh, they will actually be able to address this wind and mountain issue. And they'll also construct a new terminal in order to to uh, meet the increased demand for international uh, airlines. Right. I guess I mean, it's not a direct comparison, but uh, we've had Kimpo International Airport sort of be the uh, hub for many, many years uh, for international travelers in and outside the uh, Seoul region. Um, the fact is, of course, it, there was this uh, wide expanse of marshy land available in Incheon that uh, really was better suited for it. There was initial resistance, obviously, because of the distance away, but it's turned out, I think, I guess, hindsight being 2020, uh, a right. pretty mm-hmm. good decision. They're going to use the existing infrastructure there at Kimit to build it out sounds more economically prudent to do so. Um, What were, I I know you're not necessarily um, within the inner workings of the minds of these government bureaucrats, but what were the major factors in terms of deciding to expand Kimhae? So they had this uh, French consultancy named ADPI look into this issue and supposedly they had 25 criteria and uh, I don't exactly know what those individual criteria are, but the ones that they highlighted during the press conference was that, you know, the Kimhae was a superior choice based on economics, safety and approachability and basically the, uh, the big problems with uh, these two other sites, Kadok Island and is that with Kadok, you actually literally had to fill in the sea in order to construct a new airport, so it costs a lot of money. With Miryang, it's actually more mountainous than the, the Kimhae Airport, so they literally had to cut away some of the mountains. So if you actually look at the economics, they would have to ta- taken you know, almost twice, as, uh, twice the cost to you know, construct a new runway in Kimhae rather than building a brand new airport in Kadok or Miryang. So they got an outside consultant. Uh, they got the, uh, I suppose they got the cover. They hope they needed saying, look, this is a yep. world-class French firm is saying that uh, this is the way to go. Then that begs the question of up till now, it's been this big bidding war between Kadok and Miliang as to who is going to be uh, the lucky recipient of this brand new airport. It means 
good news for the residents, more jobs there, economic activity, of course, influx of uh, investment. Sure. And that's going to be something that a lot of people would naturally want just for their own self-interest. We know that this is the southeastern part of the country, uh, Yongnam, and this is a region that uh, traditionally votes very heavily for yep. the uh, current Rulings Henry Party as well as the uh, current administration, TKPK, uh, the south or the north uh, of the uh, Gyeongsang region. Um, was this a Solomon's choice in, in some ways? We're saying, look, we've got to just expand Kimia. It's already there. Um, unfortunately, we can't give it to both of you guys, so we're going to have to give it to none of you guys. Right. So, you know, northern Gyeongsang province really has strongly supported Miliang and the southern Gyeongsang province strongly supported Kadok just because, the you know, how, how close you are with, with respect to the respective sites. And I think the government, from a political point of view, tried to go for go for a choice that was a compromise. But you know, currently it seems like it has riled up in both regions. Um, maybe Busan is a little bit more uh, mortified because you know they are going to expand Kimae so that it, they might benefit the greater Busan area. But uh, after all, the northern Gyeongsang province, especially Daegu region, I think the the approval ratings both for the uh, the ruling party as well as the administration has taken a bit of a dive ever since this decision has come out. So I'm not sure it has come out to be. A Sol- Solomonic choice as the government has hoped that it, it, it proved to be. Basically, you're saying nobody's happy with it. It looks that way. You know, they, they probably try to mollify everyone saying that, hey, we've gotten this, you know, the, the outside consultancy, we made the most uh, economic rationale decision. But at the same time, I think the expectation was so built up that, you know, everybody was convinced that they're going to win, right. that, you know, nobody's actually very much happy with the final decision. Yeah. And inside of Korea, outside of Korea, if you're bidding and various uh, localities or cities are trying to get a plum project or host a major event, there's always going to be rivalries involved. I think a lot of our listeners are too young to remember that it wasn't always Pyeongchang. There was a question of whether it was going to be Muju or Pyeongchang to be the people who were going to be putting in that official bid for the Winter Olympics. Ultimately, obviously, uh, Pyeongchang in Gangwon province won out on that. But then that begs the question here is why did we actually need this? I mean, this has been going on for a number of years. Uh, there was a proposal by the former uh, government, the administration yep. of President Lee Myung-bak, and they were talking about having a brand new airport in the southeastern region, and they ultimately decided economically this was not a feasible project to do. So um, what changed in those five years where they said not feasible then, but now with our economy not doing as well, it's not feasible now. Well, in some sense, I think that's exactly what critics are pointing out. You know, we could have reached the exact same conclusion back in 2011 when, you know, former President Lee Myung-bak basically said, hey, we thought that we were going to construct a new new airport, but we looked at the economics. It doesn't really make sense, either Kadok Island or Miryang. So, you know, sorry, we're you know going back to you know, square zero. I think they probably had all the data they needed back then to come to the exact same conclusion. But I think more or less it was politics at play and they just kicked the can down the road. And now in five years later, in 2016, we are basically back to square zero. Irony is a an overused term sometimes right? when dis- <laughs> uh, discussing these things. But the then-candidate 
Lee Myung-bak running for president did promises. This was one of his campaign oh, pleasures. And he said, I'm going to do this. You guys turn out and vote for me. Help me get that popular vote up. And then... In fact, all the presidential candidates in the past have, you know, promised right. one thing or the other. You know, in the previous uh, election, you know, then-candidate Park geun and then-candidate Moon Jae-in both promised, you know, some form of yeah. airport. And, you know, this was a good way to, uh, you know, uh, rile people up for get out the votes. But once you get into the office and really try uh, work through the issues, it turns out that, you know, you know, political campaigning yeah. is one thing, but, you know, actually carrying through is quite another. The thing was, the president at that time, Lee Myung-bak, was excruciated by his critics, notably one member of the Senate Party, Park geun who lambasted him That's over right. breaking mm-hmm. that campaign pledge. Obviously, she ended up successfully winning her election on the same campaign pledge. And you would go, oh, okay, well, she was very critical of that. She's going to definitely keep her word on it. Campaigning is very different from when you're actually in the office and you have to make decisions and some of these realities hit home, right? That's right. I mean, you can campaign and make, you know, promises like, you know, pie in the sky kind of the promises. But once in office, you actually have to, you know, abide by the budget constraints. And I think that's what the current government is forced to do. Yeah. A lot easier to, I suppose, uh, garner votes on uh, pie in the sky, as you termed it, uh, uh, promises. But uh, when it actually comes to paying for these things uh, when you're in charge, obviously some more difficult decisions have to be made. We're going to continue to get some analysis on this uh, airport issue. We'll be joined by an economics expert in the second part of this discussion. Stay tuned. You're listening to Primetime.